You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. You're listening to Dr. Robin Gansert, your host for this week's episode. Well, friends, I'm so thrilled that this week's episode will feature a very special guest, American Humane National Ambassador Barbara Niven. Barbara, as you know, is this amazing American actress and producer. She's best known for her performances in amazing Hallmark and Lifetime movies. And I love her in the Hallmark show Cedar Cove. I think she's just one of the most amazing animal advocates tuned. You know, when I first met Barbara through our wonderful friends at Hallmark, you know, I was so impressed with her commitment to rescue and her commitment to bringing second chances to our animal friends. And I think you're going to fall in love with Barbara as I have. She's just a really very special, special lady. And I have to tell you that she was featured on this year's Hero Dog Awards. And I know she'll have a special story to share with you and our listeners as she presented one of the top awards of the evening. You know, as we look at this week's episode, we think about second chances. Second chances for our animal friends and the importance of rescue. Well, you may know that American Humane has been on the ground this entire fall in times of disasters from Hurricane Matthew to the floods in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And then at the end of the summer, you recall that we were on the ground in West Virginia for those devastating floods. Our animal rescue teams have been saving thousands and thousands of animal lives just over the past few months. And what that always goes to show is that we have to remember, in times when we're safe and when we're sound, this is the time to prepare for our pet emergency kit. Make sure that you have on hand bottled water, food balls, copies of your pet's medical records, extra harnesses and leashes, and a couple of days, even a week of medicine set aside for your pet so that if a disaster were to occur, you could evacuate quickly and safely with your furry best friend. And I want to give a big shout out today to our heroic staff and volunteers who serve on the front lines of animal rescue, those Red Star Rescue Team members. American Humane's been first to serve an animal rescue in our country, first to serve a hundred years ago this very year. When we were asked by the U.S. Secretary of War to go overseas and rescue cavalry horses. Was that noble beginning, serving alongside our troops in World War One, saving cavalry horses and mules from horrible, horrible, tragic scenes. And of course, our work continues to this very day, saving lives on the front lines in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, on the front lines throughout South Carolina and North Carolina from the devastation of Hurricane Matthew, and of course, in neighboring West Virginia. I hope that as you will look at your holiday giving, you'll consider giving a generous gift to Animal Rescue, and you'll consider giving that gift to those who are first to serve American Humane. Friends, we'll be right back after this brief message with American Humane National Ambassador, Barbara Niven. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. 
It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Pet Life Radio. This is your host, Dr. Robin Gansert, and I'm here with my wonderful friend and inspiration, Barbara Niven. Barbara, you have just been an incredible inspiration to me because of your work with Rescue, because you've agreed so graciously to serve as our American Humane National Ambassador, and I know in your heart of hearts, Animal Rescue is one of your top causes. It's who you are and what makes you so very special to so many. Can you share with our listeners a little bit about your commitment to rescuing? Oh, my gosh, yes. And you say agreed. I just jumped at it. I'm so honored to be aligned with you and American Humane, Robin, with everything that you do, not just for animals, but for their humans, too, in raising awareness and just in every aspect. You know, I started being more aware of you. I mean, we've always heard about you, but through my alliance and work with Hallmark Channel, in the last few years, I've been honored to be able to present at the American Hero Dog Awards. It will air before I'm sure this radio segment will air, but I urge everybody to watch this year and ongoing years and just have a box of tissue ready because each story that you do, you touch on how animals are in search and rescue and military, um, how they help our veterans, just on and on and on, the work that American Humane does. And animals have always been a huge part of my life and my daughter's life. I have been affiliated with my favorite rescue that is very small. Her name is Laurel Kinder here in L.A., and I volunteered at her adoption events and supported her through the years. She started Project Flying Chihuahuas. There's so many ways that people can help, and Project Flying Chihuahuas, just for instance, is an idea that she put together to fly small dogs in alliance with American Airlines to areas that don't have small dogs because here in LA we have we have chihuahuas. I have two chihuahuas and a little Yorkie, but Aww. in many areas of the country they don't have the small dogs. So she works with uh, rescues because you can't just ship small dogs without doing home checks as we all know because we can't give them a worse life than they than they had. We have to make sure they go to a safe place. But how wonderful to be able to be a connector. And I kind of feel like that's what I am, a connector. And I love raising awareness about the plight of animals and what you can do. Right now, I currently have three little dogs, and they're all seniors. Um, I'd love to help raise awareness about seniors, too, because, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. they give your heart, their heart to you for so long. And most people don't realize that, you know, how important it is to be able to see them out on the other side and not just enjoy the puppy and the the good friend that they are and the, the little wiggle that they are when they come home to you in their younger years. But right now, one of my dear ones, um, Lola, 
is we just had her twelfth birthday, and um, she has problems now. We think she has a brain tumor. Oh. She's been struggling with heart uh, meds. You know, she was on the same meds that my father used to be on, and but now she's just so precious, and she's on prednisone now, and I'm working really hard just to with the with the vets to give her the best quality life and then when she's ready um she's not quite there yet but I will hold her in my arms and just tell her how loved she is as she gets help being put to sleep with a with a wonderful little shot and I'll just I'll just hold her and I'll keep her ashes here I have a um, a memory garden here of the animals that I've rescued and um it's a portion of my yard in the back that I've, instead of grieving about them, I wanted a way to, a way to celebrate their lives and what they've, what they were here on the planet to do. And so, um, I've got even tall memorial stones for my mother and father. I've put wind chimes out in the trees and solar lights and, you know, and a oh, park bench beautiful. and a little table and chairs. And it's just, it's a way to move from horrible grief into a way to celebrate and, I think that's one thing I would like to be able to pass on too. To you know, life and death are so connected, and mm-hmm. you just they, the animals teach us about how to pass with dignity right. and grace. And so that's that's the final gift that we can give them to be there and and see them through. And seniors are, oh my gosh, seniors offer you so much. Um, I often have fostered seniors in the past, and. Mm-hmm being able to give them the last final chapter of their life and just show them how loved they are and let them eat yummy things and sleep in soft, warm beds and then be there and hold them as they pass is there's no greater gift that I receive than being there for an animal. You know, it's beautiful. Tell me a little bit of how when you first met Lola, I'd love to know how when you first met this precious, precious, adorable puppy. And by the way, your Twitter feed is just everyone's praying for Lola right now. I know, I know. It's and beautiful. I've actually, they're so kind because um, my fans and uh, people on my Twitter feed have been really understanding because I've just taken those last two weeks with Lola and just we've just been loving her up, you know. That's so um, good. I wish you, could see, I wish you could see them right now because I really am a crazy animal person. I um, <laughs> now that I actually moved to a new house that doesn't have stairs except for mm-hmm. in the back just because mm-hmm. they were getting older and I figured, heck, I'm getting older too, so one of these days I'm not going to want to go up and down stairs either. So mm-hmm. I moved to this great place. It feels like a great energy here. I have white butterflies and I always think that's pretty spiritual. And um, oh. if you could see me right now, I'm sitting at my office desk, out, uh-huh. looking out the window, and I have beds for each one of my animals. Lucy, who's 15 and deaf and blind now, oh. Lola is sleeping right next to her. She's, as I said, she's 12. She's white and got a little pink nose and pink lips. And then Pepper is my grumpy little man who's 14, but has oh. all his faculties, he's still scampering up and down the stairs that I have. But it, when they got older here, there's ways to help your pets. I had a ramp made out through my bedroom wall with a doggy door so they could go out potty easily at night. And now, of course, uh, Lola is not very ambulatory. I've got to turn her over and help her go out. But then she she sniffs the air and her tail's up, and she's loving being a dog and feeling that sunshine and that grass again. 
but I've got ramps everywhere just to just to keep them safe. Right. You asked how I got Lola. Um, uh-huh. I'm a foster flunky. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. If people, I love if, foster flunkies. <laughs> I know. So if people don't know what that is, it means that I agree to, um, and I used to work with Laurel a lot until now I'm at my limit. I can't do it anymore because I am a foster flunky, and here in L.A. you have a limit to how many animals you can have. Um, but I agreed to foster them, and what fostering means, and if you have love in your heart, this is a really a great way you can help without a long-term commitment. You can agree to foster an animal who is on the euthanasia list and probably won't make it out of the shelter, and you can be that transition period for them. Like Lola here, who's the most loving dog, she adopted my two grandkids when I brought them home. Literally, there's not a picture that I don't have that Lola is right there with them, letting them, you know... My 13-month-old granddaughter now just kind of bonks her every once in a while, you know, as a little 13-month-old as she's going, ah, Lola. And, um, but Lola has infinite patience with her. But when they agreed to foster her, it was so that she could get out of the shelter because Laurel called me and said, there's this little three-year-old chihuahua who is labeled as a fear nipper on her chart. And so she can only go to rescue and, I just don't think that's true with her. Now, think about it. If a a little animal that's like five or six pounds or, you know, it could be little in my case or big or whatever, but we don't know what their history is. Perhaps somebody has really abused them. And how are you going to react? How would you react if you're in a new environment and you're scared and you, you can feel in the air that it's a kill shelter and it's terrifying? So a little dog like Lola would react by nipping. Well, so Laurel, when she brought Lola to me after she got spayed, I made Lola a little bed in front of my fireplace and um, and got just a, a little close. And you know what Lola did? She licked me on my nose. And I said, that was it. I said, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be your mommy forever. Your name is Lola Rose. And don't worry, nothing will ever happen to you again. So, again, hence, I am a foster flunky. And Lola's been our guardian Aww. angel. She's, she's watched over us all these years now. I've had her, well, she's 12, so I've had her nine years. And uh, now it's wow. my turn to watch over her. And this, this time, while well, she's been in hospice now, at my house here, um, it's actually been so precious because we, she sleeps on my bed. Um, she and Lucy is because she's deaf and blind. They can't get up and down things anymore. So I figured a way, um, I got a little rabbit hamster pen that folds up in, into all these different configurations. And I put that in the middle of my bed so that they're still right by my head and my, my pillow where we've always slept and they're safe. And now it's a matter of I'm so attuned to them when I, it's like having a baby when, when they roll over or I can tell when Lola needs to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and um, I just take her out and we go out and I'm just so honored and blessed to be able to give this, this time to her and this care for her. So I don't want people to shy away from elder care or rescuing senior dogs or any dogs because what you receive and the lessons that you learn and the love in your heart just exponentially grows as you share their life with them. How honored are we to be able to have this little creature share their whole lifespan with us? And, um, right, right. And they, and they depend on us for everything. And she's certainly depending on yes. you right now. 
yeah, which I so think right is now because she's always been a little chubby, and I've always had to watch my diet too. So uh-huh. right now, Lola is um, getting just yummy, yummy roast chicken, and we're not worrying about her weight anymore. She's just <laughs> she's just gonna go out just loving life. Let me tell you. I love that. That is great. And I'm she's both of you are so lucky to have each other because this yeah. is just a, a match made in heaven for sure. You know, there's a great book out there, Barbara, for our friend Laura Coffee on my old dog. Have you read that book? And if you haven't, I'm gonna send you a copy. It's oh, just, is that the one with the beautiful pictures? All the old pictures? Yes. Oh, it's oh, got I the gorgeous photos. I did say it. Didn't I think? Didn't you have that as a handout at one of the American um, Dog Awards? That's I where did. I got it. I loved it. Although yes. it was a little too close to home, I couldn't read it right then. To tell you the truth, because I was facing all these issues with mine right now. Yes. Um, and right now, I'm looking out the window. There's another white butterfly. So oh. all meant to be. Oh. Right. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, you have two other yep. senior pups. Let's hear a little yep. bit about how they came into your life because they're yeah. so cute. Well, I see some photos <laughs> oh, you're so on your sweet. social. It's so adorable. Thank you. Thank you. I love when people brag on my family. You know how that is. <laughs> I love it. I <laughs> and, love and the four-legged ones just as much as the two-legged ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So Lucy, who is my, my first one that I got, is uh, a little Yorkie. And I actually mm-hmm. bought her at a pet store before I ever learned about puppy mills. And later on, as I learned that, obviously, Lucy came from a puppy mill in Beverly Hills, big Beverly Hills store, and I know that her mother was probably being bred in horrific conditions at a puppy mill. If I would have known, I would have gone and rescued her mother, too, and done what I can. So, in honor of Lucy, um, I do what I can to help support the end of puppy mills. Do you remember Harley, the little senior dog? Uh, the little one-eyed Chihuahua that won the American Hero Dog Awards the year in 2015. Last yes, last year's winner. How can we yes. forget Harley? What a what a champion for you know for reform for changing yep. the way puppies are raised and treated and really the just getting rid of all those puppy mills which are horrible yes. facilities. Horrible. I, I know and. How wonderful now with little Harley, that little dog with a dream, was able to bring so much awareness to people who had never heard of puppy mills or the situation. And I don't know about the rest of the country, but here in L.A., most stores cannot sell dogs now from puppy mills. They actually are bringing dogs from the shelters in Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's like a match made in heaven, too. So there's so much that we as humans can do. We need to spay and neuter our pets. That's all of our pets um, so that there's not such an overpopulation and so that we can just funnel those that are needy and funneling them into the right home without bringing and breeding way more dogs than what we can take care of and cats. That's so good. Such good messaging. And I used to have a radio show on Animal Rescue. Am I right? Yes, I did for a couple of years. Um, It's called Animal Rescue, Where to Go, What to Do, How to Help. And I spotlighted it's not just dogs and cats, but was spotlighting there are so many incredible human beings out there who are doing sanctuaries for big cat rescue, for monkey rescue, for um, horses for feral cats. Um, mm-hmm. And it just shows that if you have a love of animals in your heart, there's always a way that you can go help because these animals have no voice. We must be their voice for them. We must right the wrongs that human beings 
have been doing to them. And there, there are so many ways that people can help. For instance, mm-hmm. if you can't, if you're working, I know you, you can't leave an animal alone all day, you know, but you can maybe on your days off. What about if you go volunteer at a shelter? Right. That will make such a huge difference to each animal that you're there with. And you can help them transition from that scary, scary place where they're probably not showing themselves off to their full benefit because they're scared in their cage. And what if you would go in and take them on a walk, let them sit in your lap for a while, give them some love, give them a treat and show them that, hey, human beings can be good. Then after you leave, maybe the next person that comes to their window and looks in their cage, that dog's attitude will have changed. And you may have just saved that dog's life because they're going to be wagging their tail saying, if you were nice to them, maybe this new family will be too. And it gives them hope and it lets them be shown to their advantage so that they can get adopted. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the number is now, Barbara, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's 4 million healthy adoptable animals that are euthanized each year in our country. I can't even go there. I can't even imagine. And even the no-kill shelters, I'm involved in a a lot of... um, Oh, kind of a, an animal activist group here. I mean, not, I don't go march and, and do all of that, but there's such an underground push here in LA where they talk about it's political. You know, it's political mm-hmm. too. We need to take, not spend so much time on the politics of it and just get out and do it and just get out and make a difference and not worry about juggling numbers and, and all of that because each number, each one is too much, is too right. much to lose. Right. And, you know, when people ask me, Barbara, what keeps me up at night doing this work in the humane yeah. movement and with so many animals, all species, too, and the, the sixth mass extinction where all the species, half of the species on this earth will be gone in our lifetime. And these horrible things that we, yes, and the horrible mm-hmm. things we face with abuse and cruelty all mm-hmm. across our country and, and then even around the world. They ask me what keeps me up at night. And I think about the 20 men and women every day who die, who commit suicide, suffering from PTS after coming home from war. And I believe if we can get some of those animals that have been rescued, get them with those men and women who have served who have PTS, boy, what a match made in heaven that would be. And I believe it would save lives, human lives and animal lives. Right. And as people are going to see in the American Hero Dog Award Ceremony, and it's been every year that I've been there, you recognize the service dogs that are helping that. And we hear the stories. So again, it's about being a connector. We need mm-hmm. to raise awareness and there and help people who have the the programs get plugged in together and, and right. quit wasting money on time on things that don't make as big a difference. Right. These animals and these humans, they save each other as we see over and over in the story that you profile on mm-hmm. your website and in the American Hero Dog Awards. And mm-hmm. there's so much more that we can do. And it just means that we don't give up. It means that every day we have to be aware that there are needs out there and we have to to just put people together. And I don't know of any better organization to do that than American Humane. You do that all the time. And I am very, very proud to be uh, associated with Hallmark, Hallmark Channel, Mm -hmm. Hallmark uh, Movies and Mysteries and Crown Media because they are so into the putting good energy out and making a difference not just for humans, because we put out good quality, positive entertainment, but also I just want people to know how much they care about 
animals as well. Bill Abbott, the CEO and president of Crown Media, is a huge animal advocate. Yes. Um, and his heart just breaks. Like when I, I told him about Lola and showed him a picture of my grandson last week whispering in Lola's ear, you know, because my grandson, who's five, is just learning about death with Lola. And Bill just hung his head and literally just cried. Right. And that's the kind of heart that Hallmark has. He's the epitome of what Hallmark does. And we're talking about seeing what we can do to help with more animal rescue, whether it's programming or or what, but there are people out there. What I want to say is that every single person has some talent or some connection that can be used to make a difference. Mm-hmm. So that's why I had my old animal rescue radio show, where to go, what to do, how to help. That's For wonderful. instance, what if you see a stray dog out on the street? One, it could get hit imminently mm-hmm. by a car or it can get attacked, etc. I can't tell you how many times my daughter Jess and I have stopped and gotten the dog, put it in the car, we take it to the vet, get it all checked out, and then funnel it into a rescue, not into the animal shelter. Unless you put your name down as the point of contact that you will take the dog back and funnel into a rescue before before it gets put down. But Mm -hmm. you have to have your dog microchipped as well, just in case, and make sure each time you move or each time your phone number changes or your email address changes, you keep that up to date. Because a lot of these animals are are out there, but they're they're used to being at home. They just escaped. So when you rescue an animal, put them in your car, take them straight to a vet, and get Mm -hmm. it for free. Get it scanned to see if there's a a chip on it, a microchip, and then call the owner and then call a rescue and and do what you can and monitor that dog to make sure it gets saved. Somebody is going to love that dog. You know, Barbara, while we're speaking today, my daughter has just returned from taking a dog that she found that was hit by a car to the emergency hospital. So Uh we're keeping that dog in our thoughts and prayers today. But your daughter sounds like my daughter out there (laughs) doing what their mothers have taught them to do. We are kindred spirits. Well, in here, I'm so proud of my my daughter. Do you remember when Hurricane Katrina hit? Yes, Um, yes. I was in Canada shooting a Lifetime movie then. And but Jessica um, has her master's in environmental education. She's always been a, an animal advocate. She's vegetarian, and I am too because you know we. I just can't eat animals anymore. But she and her girlfriend grabbed their cars and got donations and drove to St. Bernard's Parish and went in where where people weren't allowed anymore because of the the mold, etc. And saved so many animals. And then and wow. then the Red Cross let them help as well, like took them under their wing. Thank you, Red Cross, because yes. I didn't want my daughter there alone. But she was able to save animals too. So seriously, wow. there is always a way to save them, to do something. And you're going to feel so good at night, whether you donate $10 a month to an association like American Humane, or if you have more, if you're lucky enough to be more blessed with money than that, just this is a great 
cause to support a great organization and I'm just seeing firsthand what you guys do and it's not just coming out of your mouth, it's not just political, but you really create miracles and success stories for animals and their people. Oh, well, Barbara, thank you. And you do, too. And you're an inspiration to us. And we need all the voices for animals to unite and to continue the good fight because there's not enough of us. And there's too many animals in crisis every day in all sorts of areas around the world, not just in our own backyards, but around the world. It's so, so sad. It, and it can be do. daunting because there are so many that need help. Mm-hmm. But so if you look at all of them and you say, oh, what difference is it going to make if I help one dog? Well, you know what? To that dog, you are everything. You are their whole world. That's right. You are. My mother always told me that every time I would take one of my dogs on a walk, it was like Christmas Day for that dog. It was like waking up and, you know, every walk is like, you know, so very special and and all. And I always thought about that every time I walk one of our dogs or all of the dogs together, it always reminds me that this this is a really special moment for them. And, you know, I'd started talking about fostering, and I think I I got off track a little bit because I'd love to just say a little bit more about because it's such a great way for somebody to step in and make a difference short-term for an animal. Um, mm-hmm. Contact an, an animal rescue that you know is that you know personally or that you've seen on Facebook that is making a difference and just volunteer to be a foster. They will come out and and check your place just to make sure that that you have everything you need. Um, They usually will provide food and medicine for the, the animal. And then during the week, you take care of the animal just like you would if it were your own. And then you take them to the adoptions on the weekends, which is how I would do it. And I was able to get so many dogs used to being with people again and and living in the house. And they're usually housebroken or it's not that hard to housebreak an animal. And then on the weekend, they would go and they would get adopted. And it was a little hard on my heart to let them go, like they're my, all my babies, but mm-hmm. to know that they're now living their life and they have people who love them. I mean, that's such a joy and I think it's really good karma. What else could you do that would be better than to spread love like that? That's so beautiful. I love that, Barbara. That is so beautiful. And we can all do that. We can all do yes. that. We may be limited by the number of animals we can have permanently live with us, mm-hmm. but we can all help with rescue and we can all champion adoption events every weekend. And I love your idea. Go to volunteer at the shelter. It's always a wonderful yeah. reminder to get up and go and yeah. do the walks. You know, anything you can do to help out because they all need our help. They all need our help. I think the people who volunteer and work at the shelters, oh my gosh. I don't know how they do it because mm-hmm. working at a shelter, you see all the dogs that that come in full of hope and then you watch them as the clock ticks down to the day they're going to be euthanized. And we say euthanized, but they're, they're killed. Mm-hmm. And you just see, I, I've talked to so many of people, the dogs just get in despair. And that's where yeah. the volunteers get favorites. The volunteers do everything they can to, and the, the people who work at the shelter too, to save them, get the word out. On social media has been a really great tool to be able to network animals who are on their last days. And you can donate. If you find, for instance, I've helped on uh, Facebook, you can find mm-hmm. animal rescues and they'll profile an animal. And maybe if you can just give what you would do for a $5 
Starbucks, you know, say, I'll pledge five bucks, and then other people pledge two, and together as a group, we can get a dog out and bail them out of that imminent death that they're going to have. So there are so many ways. Also, you can get on email chains where, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you've been on that before, Robin, but Mm -hmm. people email, and then you network, and you have... Like a rescue, for instance, I know I need to get my thoughts here. A rescue, for instance, will have a dog that needs to get out or a shelter would have a dog that needs to get out and uh, maybe it's rescue only, whatever, and they need a certain amount of money to spring the dog or need a certain amount of money to get the dog the veterinary care that they need. And so on this email chain that goes around and then you forward it to your email chain and it gets passed forward and forward and forward till we get this wonderful network of maybe everybody putting up 10 bucks and together we can create amazing change get the dogs the medical stuff that they need um, bail them out get them into a some sort of a rescue because rescues only have a finite amount of money they have all heart but they need the money to do the job that they do so we can talk about rescue and oh I want to save animals I want to do all this but unless you really take action you're not making a difference but there's so many different ways to take action that doesn't cost much it just maybe costs some time or maybe it can cost as much as a give up your chai latte one day and Mm -hmm. help save an animal and you're going to feel so good and the animal will it makes all the difference in the world to them. Well, Barbara, I have good news today because I know this episode is devoted to animal rescue and devoted to, you know, celebrating your new role as American Humane's National Ambassador. I'm so thrilled to share with you that our friends at Chicken Soup for the Soul has announced a new campaign where we are working with them to fill a bowl, feed a soul. We're giving Uh away one million meals with Chicken Soup for the Soul pet food to rescues and shelters around this great country. And I'm asking for all of Barbara's fans who are tuning in today, if you have a special rescue group that you would like to have considered for our Fill the Bowl, Feed the Soul campaign with Chicken Soup for the Soul, I'd love to distribute some of this incredible pet food to your favorite rescue groups for your fans. So just to have them email me directly and we will work with each of you to to see how we can fulfill the needs with our Chicken Soup for the Soul campaign. Oh my gosh, that's such wonderful news. That That is awesome. So give me the information too and I'll put it on my social media. And we have, I want to do a shout out to fans of Barbara Niven, that's FOBN. They are such mm-hmm. animal lovers and to Hallmark and to Chesapeake Shores and the Hardys and the Chessies and They're um, just such good people, and I know that they are going to help here, too. So we can all help make a bigger difference and use our network. That's exactly right, and I we will give you the email address for people to email in their rescue group request, and we will work through them, and it's, again, devoted and dedicated to you, Barbara, for serving as our national ambassador and being so passionate about rescue. We're honored to be able to partner with you and with Chicken Soup for the Soul, and we can help provide a million bowls of food for incredible oh, rescue and gosh. shelter pets. That's so beautiful. Thank you, Isn't thank you, thank you. Yes, well, it is. Thank you. And I have to say that on behalf of all of us at American Humane, we're keeping your Lola in our prayers. And we know that these days are so tough. And at the same time, they're so beautiful because you're sharing the joy of the human-animal bond. 
Yep, and I, I have my hand on her right now on top of my desk in a little bed, and she's looking up here right now. So oh. she knows and she feels the love. They sense things that way more than what we do, and she's saying thank you. And she's saying God bless all of you and um, all of your four-legged family members too. That's wonderful. Well, Barbara, thank you so much for joining us today. And friends, we'll be right back after this brief message. And again, I know that you're going to want to send a special message to Barbara via her social media because I know that you'll be sending thoughts and prayers for Lola Toon. We'll be right back after this brief message. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. The standard run-of-the-mill tests and treatments. Cortisone. Antihistamine. Multiple creams. Antibiotics. Spray. Multiple prescriptions. Steroid injections. Spray. Antibiotics. Steroid cream. No results. It was neglect. The other owners didn't care enough about him to take care of him and to give him the nutrition he needed. A nutritional supplement like Dynavite. To be the healthy, happy dog he is today. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. Put some nutrition in your dog. The vet that I trust recommended Dynavite. The dog I have today, because of Dynavite, has a sparkle in his eye, a lush coat, healthy skin. When you rescue a dog... You've got to feed them right for life. Dynavite will make your dog a happy dog. Dynavite is nutrition. Dynavite for life. 859 428 1000. 859 428 1000. D I N O V I T E.com. We wear fur and we're damn proud of it. What? And our four legs and our tail. And we go to the bathroom outside. Well, we may not be too proud of that. <laughs> Sniff around, then mark your spot right here. Pet Life Radio. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Well, welcome back to Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. This is your host, Dr. Robin Gansert. What an incredible episode this has been with Barbara Niven. She's beautiful, she's brilliant, and she's a committed animal advocate. And you can just hear from her tone, her passion just comes through her voice. You just hear the energy behind her commitment to saving animal lives. We're so proud at American Humane that Barbara has joined forces with us and is our new national ambassador. So welcome, Barbara, to the American Humane family. Another member of our American Humane family is... Chicken Soup for the Soul. Chicken Soup for the Soul in American Humane has announced an ambitious new effort to help care for shelter pets waiting for their forever homes. And with American Humane and Chicken Soup, we are launching Fill a Bowl, Feed a Soul campaign. Chicken Soup for the Soul will donate one pound of pet food to rescue organizations and shelters for every Chicken Soup for the Soul pet food item purchased by participating retailers through December 31, 2016. Together, American Humane and Chicken Soup for the Soul are striving to reach the goal of one million meals for cats and dogs living in shelters and rescues. The first critical shipment came in the form of 80,000 pounds of the premium all-natural pet food, which was used for the animal victims in the devastated parts of Louisiana, including Livingston Parish, where American Humane set up rescue operations, and an estimated 75% of all homes was destroyed in that area, leaving lost, frightened, and hungry animals wandering around the wreckage. 
This campaign and this generous donation came at a time when these animals in crisis needed help most. And on behalf of all the beloved pets across the country and those now suffering in Louisiana who will be helped by this remarkable act of kindness, we thank Chicken Soup for the Soul. And we also thank them for the ongoing work we're doing together in November and December to reach out to rescues and shelter groups and ensure that together we fill a bowl, feed a soul, and we save lives. It's the latest collaboration between American Humane and Chicken Soup for the Soul. Several other projects that you know we've worked on include Chicken Soup for the Soul, My Very Good, Very Bad Cat, and Chicken Soup for the Soul, My Very Good, Very Bad Dog. These are books that were incredible reads, great stories, and if you're starting your holiday shopping, I highly recommend that you include these on your list. Chicken Soup for the Soul publisher and editor-in-chief, my good friend Amy Newmark said, we're so pleased that we can provide assistance to animals in need during this catastrophe in Louisiana. And we continue to be so impressed by American Maine's rescue operations. Thank you, Amy, for your wonderful, gracious comment. But most of all, thank you for partnering with American Humane so we can reach shelters and rescues with the Fill a Bowl, Feed a Soul campaign. And we can help fill tummies and save lives together. On behalf of all of us at American Humane Association, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Be Humane with Dr. Robin Ganser. Next week's episode will be so exciting, special guest coming up, so I hope you will tune in and listen next week. Remember this week and every week, Be Humane. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.